Hey, it's Todd Fox here. Do you want a cash offer for your house? Fair price for your house buys homes no matter the condition of the home or circumstances. Whether you're getting a divorce, need extensive repairs, or behind on your payments, Fair Price for Your House will give you the cash offer within 24 hours of receiving your info and pay you out in as little as seven days. No agents, no commission, no hidden fees, and best of all, no obligation. So now I'm just thinking, what the heck are you waiting for? If you're interested in finding out what your house cash offer is, give them a call now. Get your free no-obligation cash offer. The number is 562-455-7154. Once again, it's 562-455-7154 and tell them Todd Fox sent you. <clears throat> hey, 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 welcome into another episode of Halos in the Infield, the podcast with your host, Todd Fox, and I'm here with Edward, better known as Halo Weezy. You want to say hi? What's up, guys? What's up? What's up? It's good to be here. Thank you again, Todd, for inviting me, man. I definitely appreciate it. Hey, anytime, man. It's always good to talk to fellow Angel fans and especially hardcore Angel fans. You want to tell the fans out there that don't know you because if they don't know you, there's a problem because, first of all, <laughs> let, let, let them know your handles and everything, man. You're a pretty popular dude. Yeah, uh, so on Twitter, I go by Halo Easy, and then on Instagram, I go by No Stopping Ed. Um, all together, no capitals. Yeah, um, those are my handles right there. Okay. And so how do you become a fan and, and how hardcore are you? And what's your favorite memories? Those three questions. All right. So I became, I grew up in an angels fan. I mean, my dad was an angels fan. He moved here from Ghana. So he told me stories about like the angels and how he watched like the old two world series. So been a fan since then I grew up watching Vladimir Guerrero, big daddy, Vlad, mm. Tori Hunter, all those guys. So I'm a pretty hardcore fan. Um, favorite memories. Ooh, there's, there's a lot. There's a lot. I wish I was like old enough to see the World Series. That would have been so dope. Uh, definitely 2014. Um, I went to like two games that season. So that was pretty cool seeing them um, clinch the AL West. But unfortunately, like this stuff happened. Um, I don't know. There's like so many good memories. Probably like 09 also. Getting mm. all the way to the ALCS and then just losing to the Yankees. That sucked. Um, yeah, this has been like so many good memories. I mean, Shohei's first home run at the Big A. Um, his first start at the Big A. Those are some fun memories. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's like so many dimensions. <laughs> but yeah, I, I see you all the time at the at the stadium. You know, you can see the regulars. You notice the regulars there when you're there. And so yeah. it's like, man, I've been wanting to get you on the pod for a while and pick your brain mm -hmm. about the Angels because, uh, you know, obviously you represent the new generation. I go back further. Um, yeah. You know, far back is 86 or whatever. And mm -hmm. I told a friend of mine that I brought on here before, too. I mean, it was a good nine years before the Angels clicked on any kind of cylinders. They went from 86 and then a drought of nine years to 95 when they had that mm -hmm. run. And they lost the one game playoff and then they went another uh, seven years before they got good again in 02, won the World Series. So I'm hoping that that seven-year drought is a prelude if it, you know, this year hopefully sneaking in or mm -hmm. or next year doing it. What What's, to me, the question I have for you is, are the Angels closer to, you, you think we have to wait till next year they make the postseason, or do you think they still have a run in them this year with a current roster? Uh, with the current roster right now, if, you know, the offense is picking up and uh, pitching – 
just stays consistent in the bullpen, doesn't blow games, I honestly think we could sneak into that second wild card spot. But it just depends on if, like, if Chalk can stay healthy, if Otani can stay healthy, and these guys just, like, do their jobs. And especially when we get back David Fletcher, if he could just come in, do his job, I think we can sneak in and get into the playoffs. But it's more of just staying consistent and just winning games. And right now, we're only in the first half of the season, and it's about to end. So, I mean, you're just hoping that the team gets to at least, like, three games, like, below 500 or can at least get to 500. Mm -hmm. So, it's just a matter of um, just ending off this first half of the season and then just absolutely going insane the second half (laughs) of the season and trying to get into that that spot. Yeah, because they put themselves in quite a, a predicament, you know, like falling behind so many games, like losing the 14. I think they're nine wins and 28 losses in their last like 37 games. Yeah. So, I mean, they got they got to get it together. And I know, like, you know, the bottom four of the lineup has just been a, a problem. Mm-hmm. And um, if they could square up and get guys on base and put the barrel on the ball, I think this team can do it even without a trade. But mm-hmm. uh, what what is – We've been ragging on the, the the hitting coaches all year. Are you falling in with what we're saying too, or or do you think there's another reason why these guys just aren't making contact? Because we're leading the league in strikeouts, man. Is it is it a hitting uh, instructor deal in your mind, or is it like the players themselves not not approaching the, uh, the the plate the right way? I think it's both ways. I mean, I was one of the guys that was like, all right, like Jeremy Reed or Matt, well, I should have been like the first two guys fired before Joe Madden. Mm-hmm. But honestly, it's also on the players because, I mean, at the plate, you need to know, like, what pitches you can hit in order to get on base. You can't just be swinging out the fences, swinging on pitches outside the zone, up the zone that you can't hit. So mm-hmm. it's more like it's it's on both sides. So that's what I think. I mean, it's like there's players that know their pitches. There's players that, like, can – that have, like, good plate discipline. And then there's players that don't have good plate discipline that just swing out the fences, like – it's insane. So, I mean, it's it's on both sides, um, but hopefully it picks up. I mean, I feel like Jeremy Reed is going to be gone next year for sure, like, without a doubt. They're going to find, like, a new hitting coach. But then it's just – it's on both sides. It's on the players and it's on Jeremy Reed also. Got you, got you. Because I know there's some times out there I've been watching other teams just to see how it is for teams. Because, like, if you watch Angels baseball, it's like home run or nothing, it seems. It's rare. It's yeah. It's rare when they play station to station, and you can get a rally together, like maybe a leadoff walk, a single, and then a dude doubles. We just don't see that often. You know, it's usually like, hey, back to the fences. If it goes, we got some runs. If not, and that's the dangerous thing because, like last year, bro, you know, watching the Angels, they did not have the pitching, and they had the hitting, just not the pitching. This year, it's completely opposite. I mean, guys like Syndergaard, Otani, uh, Lorenzen are pitching gems, even Sandoval sometimes, and they're just not getting any run support, man. I mean, you can't win scoring two or three runs a game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, it's it's so crazy because, like, um, like, Thor will come in, throw, like, good quality innings just to get an <laughs> L. It's, like, so crazy because he gets, like, no run support at home. Yep. And he's, like, what, like, three and three at home? Or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. yeah. So it's pretty crazy to see that there's some guys that get run support and then there's guys that don't get run support. Like Otani got run support yesterday. But if you're looking at like guys that like for Lorenzen or like Thor or like uh, Reed Detmers, like those guys don't really get run support. It's like an inconsistency. It's like pitching's good, offense is trash, offense is good, pitching is trash. It's like yeah. the other way around. It's so crazy. 
It is. And then right when the bullpen was our strength, you know, we're starting to blow games. Guys are starting to go down with injuries mm-hmm. and it's messing things up. I mean, Loop, I thought was a can't miss dude. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden he's lost his mojo. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we're, we're in a spot now where like, we're just trying to get everything together. And it's, it's a real tough job for Phil to try to hold everything together because I know this isn't his staff, dude. He's playing with Madden's pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's crazy to see like how this is basically just, I don't know. It's been like, so like crazy. I thought like there might've been a chance where the angels were going to look for a, a new coach within, you know, the season. But seeing Joe Madden get fired and knowing that there's going to be an interim coach for the rest of the season, I'm just like, well, let's just see how this plays out. Because in that type of situation, you really don't know what's going to go on. You're mostly thinking like, uh, season's done. It's over. Pack it up. 2023 World Series champ. But honestly, honestly at this point, it's just like, you know, like he came in, he ended that 14-game losing streak. But it's just like, what can you really do at this point? You just have to watch these guys pretty much i mean we're fans so we can't really do much but mm-hmm. it is what it is that happens another question though what did you feel about because we've seen trout get hit a few times this year um you know he had to, he had to take a few games off because he got hit in the, i think it was the elbow and, mm-hmm. and, then, and then you had also tani's been hit a few times and madden just did not seem to want to throw at the other team and right away phil you know trout didn't even get hit and he's like nope we're, we're gonna make up for this what, yeah. did you, what did you think of that uh, aggressiveness by the Angels in that brawl the other day in Seattle? Dude, I was I was shocked when I, I heard about the brawl. I was actually in the shower, and then I come out, and I see there's a whole brawl. I'm like, there's no way. You're telling <laughs> me that this team that's, like, so quiet, like, <laughs> just had a fight. Like, that is insane. Because, like, with Joe Madden, I remember when um, – the whole Astros thing came out and stuff like that. And everybody was talking about like, oh, we might throw at them. Madden was like, nah, we're not throwing at him at all. And he's just like a chill, like cool, laid back guy that just loves the game of baseball and stuff. That's like not willing to fight. He doesn't want to see fights. He just wants to see a good baseball team go out there and play. Like he did his best with the lineups to try to go out there and win games and stuff. But with, with Nevin, you can see it in his face. Like you can see like the, <laughs> the fierceness in his eyes like he's yeah. just not that guy to mess with I mean, you can tell and you know seeing that was just like that was crazy like i did not know the angels had the many dogs like they have dogs on their team it's insane right like, <laughs> yeah that whole fight was crazy and that's that's the best part of that because usually like i'm so sick of the baseball fights when they just stand around around the dugout or the, around the uh bull not the bullpen the um pitcher's mound and they don't you know just push and shove hold each other it's nothing really this one was an all-out brawl they were throwing punches another fight broke out guys were on the floor dude scott service the manager of the mariners was on the bottom of the pile dude that was freaking <laughs> insane dude and then i didn't even see the night before when the Mariners had won, um, I guess they had an Otani video that, that was f- focused in on the Angels dugout. The Bally's broadcast did not pick it up, but the Otani cam caught Nevin yelling back at service and telling him, we'll get you tomorrow. So like, <laughs> I thought that yeah, was really crazy. cool, dude. I thought that was really cool. <laughs> yeah, those Otani cams are like insane. Like they pick up like insane coverage. I'm just like, I'm scrolling through Twitter and all I see is Otani, Otani cam, Otani cam. I'm just like, <laughs> whoa, like that's insane. I got to ask you another question. Does he ever not get videotaped? Because I see him like he's on camera leaving the hotel, going to the hotel, out to eat. I mean, 
damn, that guy's followed everywhere. Nah, he's followed like everywhere. It's insane. I mean, I go on Twitter every day. I guarantee if I go on Twitter right now, I'm going to see like a Shohei Otani cam right now. Like it's, <laughs> it's crazy. And I follow like so many like Shohei Otani, like the Shobe accounts. It's, it's crazy. They're all cool. You know, they love Shohei Otani. Some of them are like new Angel fans, which is good that with Otani, we're bringing in more fans and stuff. Oh, yeah. So it's really awesome. But those Shohei accounts are insane. I've seen like some some crazy ones. Like it's crazy. Absolutely. <laughs> you, you know, I when you saw Godzilla, uh, I don't know if you remember him, Hideki Matsui. Um, he was winning World Series with New York. He came over mm-hmm. here to Anaheim, I think, for one or two years. And he was mm-hmm. popular as hell over here um, and, and in, in Japan, too. But mm-hmm. if if we were to get Otani into the postseason with those thunder sticks, I mean, it would it would take over Japan because we're already the most popular team in Japan as it is because of Otani. But mm-hmm. um, they know Trout. They know the rest of the players because of him. If we were to get to the World Series, man, oh, my God, just it would be ins- we would amazing. make life. Yeah, we'd make lifelong Angel fans for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be amazing to see. Shout out to Otani, especially Otani in like the biggest stage of them all, like the fall mm-hmm. classic. That would be insane. Oh yeah, yeah. Be, yeah. Pitch, pitching us to a championship or something that'd be amazing, dude. Mm-hmm. I love that. So one step at a time, baby steps, right? I mean, we gotta still try to recover this season. Uh, yeah. What were your thoughts on the three game series after the Mariners brawl with the White Sox? Did you think they improved a bit after that brawl? They did, and then. After that 11-4 loss, it was just like, uh, are we going to lose a series? Like, we're going to lose the next day. But, I mean, it seemed like it intensified. We were like, all right, after this brawl, we win We win the game that we had to brawl the Sunday the Sunday afternoon madness. And then the next day we win. Then the next day we lose. We're like, oh, here we go again. And then we win the final game of the series. And you're just like, all right, we got a momentum going into Houston. So, I mean, I thought there was going to be a streak. I was like, all right, we're going to sweep. We're gonna sweep the White Sox easy. The boys <laughs> yeah. are the boys are fired up, but it is what it is. I mean, we won the series even though we lost the game, but um, it gives us like some momentum to to go into Houston. You know, they're a pretty tough team, one of the best teams in the AL West, and pretty much in the AL. So it's gonna be um, pretty interesting to see what happens out there. It is. Uh, it's gonna and, and with you know we'll talk about Houston in a minute, but getting back to that yeah. Chicago series. Um, one question I wanted to ask you: They they've been f- you primarily using a six man rotation, but that six man is usually a rookie out there, or mm-hmm. or like a guy like Suarez. Out of these pitchers, I want to ask you and pick your brain: Which do you think is a guy moving forward to just solidify that spot? Is it Reed Detmers on the return? Is it Suarez? Is it like a Jonathan Diaz? Is it a Silseth or someone mm-hmm. else? Ooh, because I, I love all of them. I love all of them, but I would I'm gonna say two guys. I'm gonna say Jonathan Diaz. Okay. I'm gonna say Reed Detmers. I feel like once Reed Detmers gets some of his pitches like in control, he's gonna be like lights out. He'll be a lights out lefty. Jonathan Diaz just those straight guys, and when he comes in, it's been like perfect. So for me, those are the two guys I like, but if I had to choose one, I would say Ooh, I would say Reed Detmers for sure. I mean, after that no-hitter, people said, like, he kind of fell off a bit. But he's still a young guy in the majors and stuff, and he still needs time to develop. But once he's, like, on it, once he's, like, fully developed, he's going to be one of the best pitchers in the game and one of the best pitchers in the the Angels organization. So, for me, like, that, for me, is, like, one of the guys, like, I feel like is making that 
that climb up to the um, it's one of the best pitchers in baseball, pretty much. So we're gonna see in the next couple of years how he is, but I'll put all my money on that guy, pretty much, honestly. Okay, because I know his his curveball and his his sliders have been killing him when he hangs them, but when he pinpoints that fastball and the changeup with those pitches, he's mm-hmm. damn near unhittable. But I think I think he got a little too excited after that no hitter, and he hasn't adjusted back yet. So hopefully the AAA redefines him. And Jonathan mm-hmm. Diaz, to your point, I like what he throws too, man. He's got a he's got really good stuff. Uh, they just haven't long. Uh, what is it? Uh, Strengthen out his arm past five innings because he's given him a couple mm-hmm. good five inning starts. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then uh, I was going to ask you as far as uh, uh, another, you know, because here, here's another question to bounce off of Reed Detmers real quick to you. Um, do you think as Angel fans we are too impatient with our rookies because this dude barely got you know drafted a couple years ago? And the same thing I feel happened to Adele. Like we rushed him up, we put a lot of pressure on him, and I think we we put a lot of stock on Reed too. Do you think that's the case with us? Like we we brought him up and just expected the world of these two guys? Yeah, I mean I've seen it with Joe Adele since 2020 when we called him up. It was like, all right, Joe Adele's coming up. Like there was so much pressure on this guy, and then he makes that um, that error in Texas which was crazy. And then he does it again at Dodger Stadium. So there was like so much pressure on him because everybody was like, oh yeah, he's better than Marsh. He's better than Marsh. Like mm-hmm. his his ceiling is like way higher than Marsh. So for me, I think like we, we rushed him a bit and he's developing still. I think the main thing with him was just his defense. Mm-hmm. And then we saw like at the beginning of this year, like he changed his mechanics at, um, at the plate. Um, honestly, it's just, yeah, I feel like we do like tend to like hype them up way too much and like rush them a little bit. Same thing with Reed Deadmers. They're young guys and, you know, they still need time to develop. They still need time to develop because like in baseball, your prime is like going into your, like your thirties kind of pretty much like yeah. your late twenties, like early thirties. So for me, they, they still need time. They, they're young guys are two young guys with the, with the bright future. I mean, I know everybody's like, we got to trade Adele because of the ceiling, but we'll see what happens. They're just they're just two young guys, and we've been rushing them a bit. So, yeah, that's my thoughts right there. Yeah, because I think you're absolutely correct because, I mean, we were kind of doing the same thing with Taylor Ward. And then he mm-hmm. was – right when everyone gave up on him, he found his swing, he found his approach, and now he's just an all-around solid player, and, and maybe even he might make the all-star game. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hoping it's the same thing, just not as long for Adele, because I'll give you a case in point. My dad usually is a very patient guy, but he mm-hmm. sees a guy like Silseth come up and he's like, boy, that guy's he's not getting anybody out. I'm like, dad, he only gave up three runs in five <laughs> innings. It's not bad. He should do better. I'm like, what the, f-? you know, like, come on, have some patience. But uh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're writing him off already. It's like, dude, just got drafted last year. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was like the first guy from that draft class to, to make his debut, which is crazy. Yeah, it's pretty insane because you guys, we got guys knocking on the door too, like three or four other pitchers. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I think in, in the long run, this team is set for success, but mm-hmm. uh, but just, you know, the fans just got to be patient. And uh, in a series like against the White Sox, you mentioned that 11-4 game. It was very frustrating, a lot of runs given up. Uh, the offense scored early but couldn't get it going. But they were able to salvage two out of three. 
And we mm-hmm. were talking about that as a, a you know in the beginning of the season. If you just win series, it doesn't matter when when you lose a game. If you're splitting a four game, if you're winning a two out of three, winning a three out of four, certain like that. As long as you don't lose a series, you're going to end up in the postseason at the end of the season. And with mm-hmm. all the bullshit they've gone through as a team, being only five back currently as of tonight's podcast, mm-hmm. you know you got a big series with Houston, who's now got injuries. Alvarez might not play. The other kid, um, uh, his name is escaping me. The the guy who's who's just ripped the Angels so far. His parents were in attendance. I'm forgetting. Uh, damn, I forgot his name. His name he, my he's a left fielder, I believe. Is it um? Is it Diaz? I think it's Diaz. Yeah, Diaz. Uh, yeah, because he he collided. I think with Alvarez or something like that. Oh and, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. Yes. So I think both of them are out, and there's another player that someone messaged me. He's out too. So do you think – I mean, obviously the Astros, I I don't think the division's within play. They're 12 and a half out. But Mm -hmm. do you think setting – if we were to beat them two out of three in Houston, a place where we don't win very often, or even somehow sweep them, do you think that sends a message not to the Astros but to the wild card teams we're playing? I don't think so. I think like – like. For me, I feel like if we beat like the best team in the AL, which is the Yankees, I think that would send the message okay. loud and clear, like we're we're here. And I mean, we don't face we don't face the Yankees till August, right? I think like mm-hmm. late August. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, beating the Astros would send like a little, a little, you know, signage saying like we're here. We're still, we're still fighting for a spot. It, it might not be the division, but it's the it's the wall card. Mm-hmm. So it'll send out like a, a a little message because we did beat like one of the top teams in the AL. But if you beat like the top team in the AL, then that really like, you know, sends a message to like, yo, like we're here. We're you may think we're out, but we're not out in our yeah. in our words. So, I mean, it would send like a, a little message to like teams in like the AL West, even though we're what, like fourth, I think or thir- what, third right now. Third. OK, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So. Seattle's like, send them like a little message. Yeah. Yeah. Cause Seattle's a game and a half out, which I think w- looking at the preview, when we did the season this year, um, we were, we were calling Seattle to be either second or third with us, you know, back and forth. Mm-hmm. And we figured mm-hmm. we'd fall about maybe five, six games back at Houston, but Houston's with dusty Baker. I mean, that team is always playing really good. Um, they've got the pitching again, but I feel dude, if this team were just to be firing on all cylinders offensively, we could be right there with them. Um, and that's why I don't X them out for a wild card because I feel like teams like Atlanta last year, teams in the past that just the you know, Cardinals sneak in as a wild card, they always do damage. It's all about getting into a tournament. Let's just say, Wheezy, if they put it together somehow and get some sort of production from six through nine, you know, Marsh finds his swing again. These guys start hitting. They maybe find a replacement for Squid. Um, if this team gets consistent at all and somehow we were to sneak into the wild card do you see the angels sneaking up on someone and making some noise in the postseason oh i think if they if they can get into the postseason i think they can do some damage i I mean i i feel like they can probably resemble something like the o2 team i know people are gonna like kill me for this (laughs) but if this team gets consistent and gets hot Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we can go all the way. Oh. I think we can go all the way. I mean, you got two of the best players in the game with Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. 
with Shohei, who can do it on both sides, mm-hmm. on the mound and on the plate. And then you have guys like um, Walsh. Hopefully, Fletch is in that lineup. That would yep. be that would be sick. Hopefully, Taylor Ward's in that lineup. Like nobody's injured, everybody's healthy. Um, I wish I could say Rendon. I wish I can say Rendon, but unfortunately, that guy can't stay healthy. He's a he's a piece of glass. <laughs> he he is, man. It's crazy, but I mean, if this team gets gets hot, I mean, you're seeing us against the Yankees, in the ALCS, honestly. So we'll see what happens, but I don't know. It's it's hard to tell right now, but I mean, if I I don't know. I hope we could play the Blue Jays in uh, that wild card. That would be sick. Yeah, that would be sick be. to play them. I honestly think we could beat them. Honestly, it'll be a close game, but we'll see what happens, though. But I think we can make some noise if we get in, though. I would like to see what the Angels respond to. Speaking of the Blue Jays, when we play them again, because they manhandled Ooh. us here in Anaheim. When Ooh. we go to Rogers Center, I want to see if there's a fight in this team, and they go up there and try to spank them right back. Because uh, mm-hmm. they, they made it look pre- pretty easy. I know they got some good pitching, but uh, you know we <clears throat> we should have beat that team. I mean, they got good hitting. I mean, they're an all around team. They're a team that I thought the Angels would be like. You know. Um, and, and here's the thing, too. If the Angels could get a chance to trade for a catcher, Toronto's got three of them, dude. I love mm-hmm. that dude, Kirk. They're not going to give on Kirk, but I think they have Jensen, and there's another catcher that they have in their minor league system that's batting like 400 in AAA. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I would love to get a nice uh, catcher because, I mean, agree or disagree, man, what, what, Kurt Suzuki's over the hill, right? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he hasn't been that bad this season, but I can agree with you on that. Sorry, Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, there's certain players where it's like, all right, bro, you passed your, uh, you passed your uh, due date right here, man. Like you got. <laughs> so, he's like 39, 38, something like that. He's like almost damn near forty. So yeah, I don't I mean, even know. I he looks. I mean, when he's not in uniform, he looks like a a, a coach. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. Um, <laughs> And and here's the thing too, like if a guy like Wallach who's in our minor league system or Thice, I mm-hmm. think they might be able to do damage. But with Kurt on the roster, obviously you can't send him down. They're not going to send Stassi down. So mm-hmm. I think those guys are just going to sit there. I mean, I know they brought Thice up for a little bit of um, you know uh, depth on the team, but I would like to see those guys get another full time opportunity. But I just don't think we'll see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, moving forward, I, I there's just so many. You know, moving parts and guys trying to fill roles right now. This team's still trying to find itself, but with all that they've had to go through, I mean, do you think if they were to even just get in the postseason, this would be one of probably one of the weirdest, or would it be considered to you one of the weirdest seasons ever, coolest seasons ever, or just like, I don't know, I mean, find another name for it because having a 14 game losing streak in there, all the guys coming and going, I mean, what do you think? I mean, it would be uh interesting and weird season just because of that 14-game losing streak and just because of, like, how they started off. I mean, they were 27 and 17 mm-hmm. at, like, in, like, May or something. And just to go on that 14-game losing streak, that that hurt them a lot. And if they were to make the postseason after a season like that, that would be, an, that would be like, crazy. I That would be, like, like, how do they make it after that 14-game losing streak? Like, people would be like, like, are, are you serious? Like, we thought they were out after that. We thought they were done for the season. Mm-hmm. And then for them to make the, like, postseason after that, that would be, like, one of, like, the stories of the, the whole MLB season, honestly. So, 
it would be interesting to see if they can actually make it after a season like that. But for me, I would I would say it would be such like a weird, interesting. But then there was also your fun moments too, like those three pretty much all together. Okay, that sounds about right. And then I want your thoughts here on the wild card, okay? Because as far as like Boston and Toronto holding the last two spots, uh, we'll get into those two teams in a minute. Do you think the Angels are better than the Baltimore Orioles? I could have sworn we lost to the Baltimore Orioles in the day. <laughs> yeah, we lost. <laughs> okay, by by season's end, do you think we're better than Baltimore? Oh yeah, because they're for sure like they're tanking, they're rebuilding and stuff. They're okay. still trying to find out their team. Yeah. Okay. Better. Okay, better than Baltimore, Seattle Mariners. Better. We beat their ass. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. We're, at, we're at like kind of like the same level. I know everyone thought they were going to win the AL West, but we're at the same level as them just because of our inconsistencies. Like when we play bad, we look like the Mariners, but we're at like the same level as them. Okay. Uh, Texas Rangers. I hate the Texas Rangers, but <laughs> honestly, I think at our best, we're way better than them. At our okay. best, we're way better. Them, yeah. All right, so three for three. All right, and here's where it starts getting tough. Tampa Bay Rays. Oh hell no! <laughs> <laughs> they 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 surprise people. They will surprise you because they can sneak into a playoff spot. They can sneak into a wild card spot. They're just like, even though they don't spend so much money, even though they're like a small market team, they just find ways to win games and get to the playoffs. So I okay. don't think we're better than them now. Okay, so that's three to one. Uh. Cleveland Guardians. Cleveland Guardians are dog shit. <laughs> I hate the Cleveland Guardians. I don't even want to deal with them. I think at our best, we're better than them. Okay, four out of five. Now you get into the two wild card leaders, Toronto Blue Jays. Right now, we're not better than them. We're not better than them right now. Okay. We're not better than them right now. Boston Red Sox. You're, you're getting me, Todd. You're getting me. <laughs> you're getting me. You're getting me. These two teams just played each other. Um, the same thing. If we're at our best, we're better than them. I think we could beat them. But as of right now, I don't think we can beat them. I don't think we're better than them right now. Okay, right now. Okay, so how it's constructed right now, uh, Boston's 43-33. and 33. Toronto's got the same record. They hold the last two wild cards. Um, and then uh, two and a half back is the Guardians and Tampa. They've both been slumping a little bit. Texas is three and a half out, and we actually gained a half game. We're four and a half out. Uh, so it's not bad. We're 37-41. Then we got Chicago, Seattle, and Baltimore are the only other teams close to within six games total of the last spot. So out of that, you picked uh, those two teams. The way you constructed it, we're like missing the postseason by a game because you said we're slightly below Boston. But that could change. I mean, Boston started out really slow, so maybe they fall back too at the end of the season. Uh, that division's tough as shit over there in the mm-hmm. so uh you know I'm, I'm hoping i'm hoping that you're right man and and i could be like hey wheezy called it man we're gonna sneak in at the end because uh <laughs> i'm telling you man I'm, I'm 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 missing the postseason feel of the angels baseball bro i'm just mm-hmm. i'm missing it so much i it, miss it i miss it so much like literally 2014 i remember crying when we lost to the royals that <laughs> sucked that literally sucked so much that was the worst team that we could face at that particular time. Uh, I remember mm-hmm. watching the Royals play that year, and I'm like, dude, if they get in, they're going to be super dangerous, that freaking bullpen. 
and mm-hmm. uh, and that's just what happened, you know. Uh, but but fast forward through that, I mean, you were you were at the 2002 um, uh, commemorative 20 year anniversary, right? Mm-hmm. What were your thoughts about seeing Sosha and getting reintroduced right there? That was just like so cool to see. I mean, I wish he was still our manager right now, honestly. Like I, I miss Sosha so much, but just seeing him again, it was like it brought back some memories, you know, it's kind of emotional. And I was with my dad, too. So. I know his stories with Sosha, and I mean we've been watching Sosha ever since he like left the Angels. So honestly, like it, it brought back so many memories that I mean I just wish he was still here. Like I would have loved to see him here still. We would actually be playing small ball if he was still here. I, I believe, yeah, true. yeah. <laughs> and, and and actually stealing bases. But um, so with that being said, though, I mean I heard a lot of fans yelling for him to come back. Uh, you know, to the game. My girlfriend was yelling it too. She's like, "Bring!" She's like, "Come back, please!" You know. <laughs> so I mean, like, the the Angels are at that are at that moment where they're in transition managerial wise, and they want to mm-hmm. get that identity again because Sosha was just like the identity. He was the icon. He's calling every pitch from the freaking dugout. Um, but analytics, some say, and everything else passed him by. You know, I wish him the best of luck, whether he coaches or not. But he's mm-hmm. definitely an Angels icon. Um, I'm hoping that we can get back to the postseason uh, this season. And another thing before we go and everything with the Astros series, what, what are your, uh, what are your predictions on the series? How do you think they do against the Astros? This is a three game set. Um, honestly, if things go right, if they can bring back that energy that they had yesterday, I honestly think we can take two out of the three. Mm-hmm. Um, but they just can't mess up because this is still the Astros. Like, even though they have players that are hurt, they can still beat you in different ways, especially with Dusty Baker. So, yep. honestly, it's just a matter of staying consistent, scoring early, keeping that lead, open has to do their job, starting pitching has to do their job. And, yeah, if everything connects perfectly, I mean, we'll take two out of the three or we can sweep. But if we're just being inconsistent, then we might be taking one out of the three. Yeah, that'll be an ugly series, man. I I hate losing in Houston, man. It's just weird mm-hmm. for me, and I'm pretty sure you remember it too. When Houston was dog shit in the NL Central, they came over here and they sucked for all of I think a year or two, and then all of a sudden they became great. You know? Uh-huh. So, yeah, so I remember that. I'm tired, <laughs> I'm tired of Houston, frankly. I wish it would have went back to the Central. Um, last thing, I know if you're a red blooded Angel fan at all, you hate the Dodgers. I know we don't play them for a little bit here coming up, but uh, how badly do you want those two games at Anaheim? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I have so many friends that are Dodger fans. Uh-huh. So, I mean, honestly, if we can take those two games, oh, my God. I am absolutely about to go off. I mean, I want those <laughs> so bad. Like, the hatred that I have for the Dodgers, especially my dad, like, Oh my god, it's insane! <laughs> I know, like, I was so close to dating a Dodger fan last year. I don't want to mention the name, but I mean, beating them would be so nice because we almost like that last game that we had against them. Oof. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. close. That was close until Otani hit that triple. So I'm just, I'm hoping and I'm praying, and I hope I can be at one of those games. But I'm hoping and praying that we can beat them because i i hate the dodgers i hate them so much (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so you're just you're, you're just like me, man. I I can't stand losing to them. Like I've my, my Facebook and, and and Instagram used to blow up all the time when the Dodgers won, man. And it's like, oh, I, I can't. I know stand them, dude. Mm-hmm. It's just the, they're fans, bro. I mean, it's it's not even most of the time. It's not even the players. It's just the fans, and the fans make me hate. They they make me hate the players. Like I freaking can't stand Justin Turner. I hate looking at him. I, he just has a punchable face, dude. Like I just mm-hmm. want to. I just want to punch. <laughs> I think Max Muncie has like one of those faces that I'm just like, dude, I totally do not like you. I do not like Max <laughs> Muncie. Like when Albert Pujols was on the Dodgers, I was like, you're lying. You're yeah, lying. yeah. Like that, that shit right there fucking sucks. I'm not even going to lie. Well, I, I loved his his hypocrisy because I remember the, he, the, the Angels were like, oh, yeah, we're letting him go so he could start somewhere else because he's like, I don't want to be a role player on the Angels. I don't want to be a mentor. <laughs> and then that's the first thing he says when he gets to L.A. I'm going to be on a role player and I'm going to be a mentor. It's like, you're full of shit. You dumb shit. You fucking dumb shit. I, I loved Albert Pujols as a kid. Like, I literally loved them. I, I used to watch um, the Cardinals a lot when they were in like the world series i remember when they played houston and albert Pujols just went insane like yep. i still remember that i still remember watching albert Pujols. pretty much him and uh big daddy vladdy were like the two players i watched growing up as a kid so yeah yeah i, I loved him and freeze on the cardinals at the time that's why i was excited when we had both of them um when mm-hmm. they beat texas in the world series because i'm like oh man i don't want the rangers to win a world series and then yeah. when they came up clutch to beat him, I'm like, hell yeah. You know, like, oh. and then when we got Albert, I'm like, hell yeah, he's going to destroy the AL West. And it was the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> so he oh, said, he, hey, he has the all time record for most double plays. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll never forget how many times he hit into double plays, especially the ones that ended the inning. So, oh, yeah. That, those times used to suck so bad because it was either. Home run, base hit, or ground out to double play, but most likely it's the ground out to double play. So exactly, dude, dude could always be counted on for swinging over a slider and hitting it right to short. Always, <laughs> <laughs> always, uh, exactly. Well, it was a great uh, interview with you, Halo Weezy, for tonight. Um, any last words? Anything you want to say to the fans or uh, promote your page or anything else like that? Yeah, uh, follow me, uh, Halo Easy on Twitter. That's what I'm mostly on. Like, I have Instagram, but I'm not really on Instagram too much. But follow me uh, at Halo Easy. I post a lot. I have to keep down my rants because, you know, I'm trying to get a job with the Angels. So I really have to keep my stuff together. Um, yeah, new things coming out. I have, like, Weezy Wednesday vlogs coming out and, like, questionnaires at the stadium. So just trying to get things together, like intro and logos. Still working on that right now, but those are coming soon. Um, jersey giveaway at 5K. I'll do another jersey giveaway at 5K, but other than that, yeah. Um, thank you for having me, Todd. I really appreciate it. I, I was, like, so bored today. Literally, I was so bored today. <laughs> Until this time, I was like, yes, I have this pod today. So, yeah, thank you. Hey, no worries, man. Uh, you're welcome anytime on the page. Again, we love our Angel fans, and especially you. You've been, like, a supporter of us, too, so we really appreciate that. And uh, last thing I'll say, though, uh, as far as the Angels are concerned, yeah, don't burn your bridges because we actually were getting real close to getting a press pass. And then I went on some pretty crazy rants, and I think they heard them because now they don't return phone calls or emails. <laughs> dude, oh, dude, crazy story. I actually wanted one. 
was actually trying to get one so that like because like one of the careers I want to do is I definitely want to get closer to the players and like you know be a GM because as a GM you know you have to like know the players and like get to know how they are especially in certain situations so I tried I couldn't but I'm not salty because I love the people that I know in the organ like the organization pretty much so no saltiness I don't know if they think I feel salty, but I'm not salty. I love it. It's okay. <laughs> well, you just might have to just make a short like every week so that they may see it and be like, hey, just to let you know, I'm not salty. <laughs> <laughs> I'll definitely do that on Wednesday just to let them know. There you go. <laughs> Non-salty Wednesday wheezy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, Louise, you have a good one, man. And let's do this in Houston, right? Yes, sir. Let's get these dogs, baby. Thank All you right. again. See ya.